in a world entrenched in darkness, desperately seeking hope and security, a coalition of nations invoke a highly classified program, commissioned by their ancestors generations ago, for such a time when all else has failed. They called for but one man to light the flame, to carry the torch, which is really a guitar, ready to blast the battle cry. Behold, the time has come for... Rock and Roll! Yeah, you hear that? That's the official Rock of Nations with Dave Kinch and Penn, and it went to work today. I know we said we were going to do maybe one or two shows over the, the holiday weekend, and it looks like we're going to be doing three. We're doing certainly uh, one more than we thought we were going to, but that's okay because this pen went to work on the official Rock of Nations with Dave Kinch and Notepad right here with ideas on, uh, hey, you know, we've we've got some album anniversaries and and we've got some things to talk about, so let's do it, you know? It's, it's kind of like an artist that feels inspired so they go into the studio, you know? Um, by the way, we've got some anniversaries here, some birthdays, of course. Happy birthday to Stevie Nicks, 71 years old. We'll talk a little bit about Fleetwood Mac in the main segment there. Um, and uh, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, of course, 52 years old. Uh, the birthday, uh, the release date actually coming up. Up, the anniversary of it in the UK. It's a little bit later for the United States. It's June, um, but uh, we'll do a whole separate uh, uh, discussion on Beatles music, I think. Uh, it's certainly about time. We did the Stones, so we'll have to do the Beatles there. Um, you've got uh, Kiss, and this is a big one, Kiss and Dynasty, 40 years old. Uh, Kiss, the official Twitter account, uh, at Kiss Online, tweeted this out, and I was shocked that it's been 40 years since this came out. Um, not that I remember when it came out. <laughs> I wasn't born yet, but, um, you know, it, it, this is an album. Everybody thinks it's a disco album. You know, I Was Made For Loving You, of course, you know, opens it up. But it's not really all disco. Um, there's a little bit more of that on Peter Chris's song, Dirty Living, somewhat, you know, but it has a different feel to it also. Um, and that, that was really the only song that Peter Chris appears on on this record. Um, the band was very fractured at this time, and basically Peter was, was essentially going to be gone right after this. Um, very soon, you know, relatively soon after this, really, uh, I mean, the, the last video he did was was uh, for Shandy, which was on Unmasked, which came out in 1980, but, um, you know, he was essentially not involved with that record. Um, Anton Fig from David Letterman's old band, House Band in New York, uh, for The Late Show, played on, who played on Ace's uh, solo record, came in and uh, picked up the drums on this. Uh, Vinnie Poncia, who produced Peter Chris's solo record when the band put out the four solo albums on the same day in September of 78, um, before Dynasty came out, he was the producer on, on uh, Dynasty, and did not want Peter Chris to play drums. So you can imagine, you know, they, they, he wanted Vinnie Poncia, Peter wanted Vinnie Poncia to do his solo record. And then imagine, you know, how Peter must have felt when that same producer comes in to do the band's record, Dynasty, and says, uh, Peter should, should not be doing drums. Uh, so that's that's pretty crazy stuff. There's a cover. There's a Rolling Stones cover, of course, 2000 Man. Ace Fraley sings that one and uh, a couple other tunes on there. Magic Touch is also a good one that Paul Stanley sings. I mean, there's there's great tracks. X-Ray Eyes, Charisma. There are some really good tracks on that record. So I think for a late 70s Kiss record, it's really good. T turns 40 years old. Um, that's really shocking in a way because, um, you know, you think of, uh, I don't know, I just don't think of it as being that old, but I guess it is. So, yeah, 79. So there's that. We'll um, 
big respect uh, to everything that went on in that record. It's unfortunate that uh, Peter Chris was not really involved with it except for Dirty Living, but uh, you know what? I'm going to play that. I think I'm going to listen to that as well. Write that down. <laughs> uh, so there's that. Um, and Dark Side of... No, 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 no. Um, the Wall. It's the 40th anniversary. Going through my notes here. Uh, in later this year, it'll be the 40th anniversary of The Wall. Um, and Bob Ezrin actually gave an interview to um, a really cool show. It's called Q. It's on the CBC um, uh, of course, Bob Esmond is Canadian, and this was a Canadian news channel, and he was talking about um, his whole career, and what was interesting is he, he said that he had taken the master tapes of uh, those sessions home with him for like a week or so because the band was so fractured, they weren't getting along well, and he, re he said, you know, something to the effect of how, you know, he realizes he, he probably shouldn't have done that, but he did, you know, and, and as the creative force and director, you know, as a producer, so really interesting stuff there to know that he took those tapes home and, and tried to, you know, I guess in a way it sounds like save the band from themselves, uh, but obviously the work speaks for itself on the wall, which will also be 40 uh, years old this year. So uh, some rock and roll magic there. So we're talking about uh, today all the bands that, you know, within, you know, not even two decades of going to concerts, you know, how many things have changed in music, how many artists we've lost, how many people have left bands we never thought they would leave, and how, you know, you know, at least from my perspective, you know, I've been able to see things that I never thought I would see that other fans haven't been able to see. And, and you have these stories to tell. And, and we'll get into more of that uh, on the good side. I'll tell you what, if you love Rock of Nations with Dave Kinchin, and you know you do, you will love our other show, Dave Kinchin Tonight, a news talk podcast brought to you on iTunes, Spotify, you know the drill, wherever else you get podcasts. If we're not there, we should be. It's almost criminal not to be, and it won't take an act of Congress to get it done. I promise you that. So you've got your rock and roll here and a news talk show. Oh, yeah, we've got you covered. We're going to do a whole separate show on Sgt. Pepper's Anyhow, the legacy, I mean, it, it speaks for itself, certainly. Uh, but we'll, we'll go through it and, uh, and, and honor it, give it uh, the tribute that it deserves. Uh, so we are here, as always, from the busy Old City Philadelphia studios where everything happens, sometimes nothing at all, a little bit of both on this Memorial Day weekend. Um, some traffic out there and uh, certainly rainy as well. We just avoided some big thunderstorms um there was a severe thunderstorm warning that was issued um something of that sort issued not long ago but it was only for like 45 minutes and and uh looks like those storms broke up and did not come through so that's a good thing um and if they do well hey you know we'll just have a little bit of a soundtrack to the program um courtesy of mother nature so anyway um i was looking at i was just starting to think about um some of the shows i've been to you know i i collect concert tickets something i just started doing in more recent years but my memories of of key shows of like well almost every concert is is there i remember if not not necessarily dates but um, years and venues, and they're pretty much all very vivid in my mind. And I just started thinking, it hit me how much things had changed. Um, things had changed in, in terms of artists we've lost, um, you know, 
bands that we did see in some form of a reunion. Not so much that now where these quote unquote reunions that have, you know, one or two people missing, um, you know, that seems to be almost like uh, it, it seems to be a lot like, uh, you know, the, the norm now and, and not only the norm, but it, it, it seems to be very much inauthentic compared to what was once there before, like Van Halen, for example, you know, it's great to have seen Van Halen on the last three tours they did with David Lee Roth, but Michael Anthony was missing. And so to think back to, night, to um, 2004 and that reunion with Sammy Hagar, even with Michael Anthony taking a reduced royalties uh, or reduced uh, pay contract, essentially I saw somewhere that he was listed as an assistant uh, because the Van Halens did not want him back in the band you know, that felt more like a Van Halen reunion than anything they've done with Roth because, you know, you, you didn't have uh, um, Michael in, in the lineup uh, with Michael with Van Halen on the last three tours that they've done, which is ridiculous in and of itself. I mean, it's the fact that they can't even do one show, the fact that these guys can't even do one show together is absurd, you know, and I'm talking about Van Halen with Roth. Um, now... I mean, I, I think you're kind of split. Okay, you get three, two Van Halens and David Lee Roth whenever they tour, but now they're not doing anything. So you get more Van Halen music with the circle, you know, Sammy and Michael together. And and listen, you, you take what you can get as fans, you know. Um, same thing, we talked about the example with Guns N' Roses. So, I mean, I never saw the original Guns N' Roses. I never saw even the, the secondary version of the band um, with... Uh, you know, Clark in there and, and Matt Sorm and, and everything else, Gilby Clark and Matt Sorm. Um, but it, it just seems like, uh, you know, we even in, even in all of that, I've been lucky enough to see um, some groups in some form of legacy that you, that you probably won't see again. I mean, I saw Lindsey Buckingham with Fleetwood Mac uh, back on the tour when Christine McVie came back. But now, of course... Um, you know, Fleetwood Mac is going on without uh, without Lindsey Buckingham. And Mike Campbell from Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers uh, has filled in with him, along with uh, um, the gentleman from uh, Crowded House, Neil Finn. And Mike Campbell does a great job in really bringing his own signature sound to those licks, those solos and everything else. It is still very different. Um, Neil does more of the singing that Lindsey Buckingham would do, whereas Mike Campbell does the, the lead guitar stuff. And of course, Mike Campbell and Stevie Nicks go back a ways, you know, obviously. Um, you know, they, they called her an unofficial heartbreaker, words to that effect way back in the day. Uh, so it's just, it's it feels sad. You know, it feels sad that um, you won't see... That, that, that you know you can't see those 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 iconic lineups that you you never really think are going to break up or you never really think something will happen especially so much later in these careers if bands are together and they happen to, you know they've been through thick and thin thick and thin and they know the allure of a reunion you'd think that they would try to keep that going as much as possible but things happen Lindsey Buckingham apparently did not want to tour depends on who you talk to in that whole camp but um but you did have a situation with uh, Mike Campbell coming in, and it's unique seeing him with uh, Fleetwood Mac, and he does a great job. So I'm looking forward to seeing that show uh, this year um, when they come through town. But at the same time, I, I just saw him two years ago uh, 
uh, with Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, never thinking that that was going to be the final tour, never thinking that, you know, I saw Tom Petty's last show in Philadelphia. And that's a crazy story in and of itself because um, I was, um, let me see, I remember going out to dinner at this one great restaurant in the city and I, I just happened to, um, I ate at the bar and because I, I knew the bartender was a good friend and he introduced me to some other friends who said that they went to see Tom Petty. Uh, no, that they had tickets to Tom Petty, but they were, um, you know, and I did not realize they were in town. Kind of like the Who. I didn't. In, in rare cases, I, I know shows are in town. Is that rain coming? No, that's a that's a train, not rain. Okay, I, I, I'm looking at the radar and I'm thinking, okay, we might not be out of the woods, uh, you know. But I don't. Sometimes the radar is not. I mean, sometimes you you get. It, it, what it shows looks worse than what's there. So I'm, I don't know. And I'm, I'm inside the studio, so I can't really, we don't have a, we don't really have a skylight or anything. So I just have to listen and see what happens. Uh, I, I noticed a little scurry on the street there. It seems like there were a few more people out or a bunch more people out than maybe a little bit before. Uh, maybe they're trying to get what they were, they were going to uh, do done before the storm comes in. I don't know. Cause I, I can tell you it was quiet um, in my neighborhood, at least through most of the day. Um, anyway, um, so we'll, <laughs> we'll see what happens there. But of course, whatever you listen to this podcast, you might be listening to this three you know weeks from now, and it won't mean anything to you. So, uh, you know, that's part, we won't do a weather report. It'll be an archived weather observation. That's what they, they call it. I used to do weather um, in Michigan. Uh, it was a, a TV weather uh, caster, not meteorologist, but fill-in weather caster. And it was amazing that the chat, you know, you get these printouts and you would see the forecast discussions and, and, you know, it was so detailed, it would make your head spin. Anyway, enough of these tangents, I know. So with Tom Petty, though, um, I, I can't think of a weather reference. Is there a, a weather-related Tom Petty song? And I just can't think of it now <laughs> to try to ease that transition. <laughs> My producer's got nothing, I know. Uh, it was... Uh, so yeah, you know, I was having dinner and I realized that, uh, you know, they, they said, yeah, Tom Petty's in town. I said, oh, great, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to miss that show. And he said, well, he's coming back. He's coming back in the summer. Um, I said, perfect. Okay, well, I've got to go. So I made sure that I went because Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers was a band I always wanted to see. And for some reason, I mean, they came through Michigan a few times uh, when I lived there uh, as a young adult. And I, I just, for some reason, I couldn't get to the shows. I mean, I was either working or... I don't know, whatever it was, um, I just wasn't able to do it. and uh, Or they were playing on the far end of the state, and I just wasn't going to go that far. I, I wasn't going to drive two and a half hours to see them. So I see the band, and they were outstanding. They were. Uh, they had these two sisters who were um, the background singers. Um, I think they were British, and uh, they were just, uh, they were outstanding. I mean, it was just such a, it was, and, and this was a lineup that was still largely intact, uh, with the exception of, of Stan Lynch leaving the band in uh, about 1994, you know. Um, and so this was the band that worked on, even though it was technically a solo record, these were the guys who played on Wildflowers, which I think, uh, by the way, and, and it was reported that Tom Petty wanted to do more of Wildflowers, uh, you know, wanted to do something special for it, um, like perhaps either for our next tour or just something there. He played um you know he, he played a bunch of uh, he played a, a bit of songs i mean i'd say quite a bit of songs from that record more than i thought he would have uh, played 
uh, and and it's you know it, it just um, so to to be in I guess middle school at the time and watch VH1 and see the the same guys you know who were in the video for you wreck me and you know played who worked worked on that record and um, played on in some way uh, you know the other iconic tracks it's good to be king and um, you don't know how it feels I and mean, again it was it was heartbreakers mixed in throughout the record. Uh, but they were all in the video for You Wreck Me, pretty much. And that was a really exciting thing uh, to see. Um, with the, obviously, Howie Epstein was not on this last tour, or Epstein, I've heard it two different ways. He wasn't on the, he passed away several years ago. So, of course, he wasn't on this tour. But Ron Blair came back, and, you know, he was the bass player in the 70s up until about 82. And you still, again, saw... You know, a class. You saw somebody come from the classic era, the early classic era, come back to the band, and that was still exciting because there was that consistency there. Um, but so to see these guys who were in videos uh, that I watched in the mid '90s, you know, and even before that, I mean, you know, learning to fly, the early '90s, great songs. Um, Into the Great Wide Open, one of my favorite records. I think I'm going to play that. I'm going to put the. You know, I'm going to listen to some Tom Petty. Um, after the show, make a note. Tom, listen to TP and the HBs. Cool. Um, so it was amazing to see that show. And on the 40th anniversary, it was a really special thing. But I had no idea that, you know, a few months after that, he was going to be gone. And nobody knew that, of course. But it, it and at that point, it was weird, and of course, I was trying to process that in my in the back of my mind while I was processing a bigger, I mean, I don't want to say bigger, but a different massive tragedy, of course, which was um, the, you know, the, I was out in Vegas for the, the uh, shooting at the country concert there where, you know, you had dozens and dozens of deaths. So the, my head was kind of in a weird space. I mean, obviously, you know, Again, two different forms of tragedy, you know, I'm not going to compare one to the other, but you, you get what I'm saying, you know, two foot, you know, you have two na major national stories breaking and, and you're just like, you're, you're, you're kind of, your head spinning a little bit. But after that, I realized, you know, it was just hard to listen to Tom Petty music for a little bit. It was hard to, to believe that I had just seen him a couple months before. I imagine the people at the Hollywood Bowl show, that was like the last show at the end of the tour, and he's gone within a week or so. That was crazy, you know, but there's a lot of Tom Petty fans who never got to see him. I assume there's probably, there might be a couple million people who like Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers and never got to see that band. It's, uh, it's sad, you know, it's a sad thing. Uh, and, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you you can say about it other than, you know, after a certain amount of time, you know, me being in my mid thirties and going to concerts for about 15 years now, I've seen some things that, you know, turned out to be, you know, things that other people will never be able to see in some ways, you know, uh, seeing Black Sabbath in 2005 at OzFest, uh, I think it was 2005, somewhere around there. And knowing that you know, it was Ozzy, Tony, Geezer and Bill. And, you know, Ozzy had said recently uh, that he very, we talked about this on the last show, in fact, that, uh, you know, Ozzy said he, it bothered him that, that Bill was not on the last tour, the Farewell Tour. You know, I never would have thought that I would see, you know, in, in my relatively young years, I would see the original Sabbath 
Um, you know, especially when you're thinking you, you'll never be able to see a full original Led Zeppelin. You'll never be able to see a full original Beatles. You know, it's a little bit different, of course, talking about Beatles versus Sabbath, but still a classic pioneering godfather of, of their genre kind of band. Um, so that meant something, you know. I think it was that same Ozfest show, uh, seeing Lemmy with Motorhead. That was huge. Because I mean, Lemmy's death uh, shook the rock and roll world. There's still, I mean, he's become, you know, in death, uh, this, this sort of cult icon figure in a way. Um, I mean, you see his, his image on things on T-shirts and hats and, you know, as tributes, um, but to see to see the guy in the flesh, and you know, he took a big drink of I don't know what it was, whiskey or something, and you know, as a toast to the audience in that show, and and then kept on jamming, and it was it was really cool. I mean, I you know, I never thought I'd see Motorhead. It was just one of those bands I never thought I'd get around to seeing. Uh, what else? I mean, I was thinking of some other things here. Um, uh, you've got. Uh, you have uh, Cliff Williams and his last show with ACDC. Now, it looks like he's probably back in the band. looks like he might be. You know, there were some pictures going around of Brian Johnson with Angus, and it looked like um, Cliff Williams was in there and that they were doing something outside of a studio. So who knows what might happen there if he's going to come back. But we did see the final show where he, uh, his final show during his initial run, pretty much initial run of the band, you know, and that was, a, that was also with Axl Rose, too, so that was a little bit different. Um, you know, and I think that was actually a really unique, a, a cool thing to see Axel. Was, I, I liked him playing with ACDC. I thought that was really cool. Um, but again, you just never would have thought, you know, oh, wow. You know, here's a band that, you know, the, the tragic passing of Malcolm Young, um, the problems with Phil Rudd and what he was going through, the uh, legally, the, um, you know, Brian Johnson's hearing loss and, yeah, it was tough. I mean, it was really a tough thing to to have all that go on, and then on top of that, Cliff Williams is out, and there's rumors that the band was going to continue on with Axl Rose in some way, or basically that they were going to keep doing it. And it's basically you, you're going to have the primary person up there's going to be, you know, Angus Young, and that's pretty much it from the classic. Although, you know, um, uh, Chris Slade's been on the drums before, but still. Anyway, and, and that was in an early time. And again, now, now it looks like Phil Rudd might be doing something back with the group, too. Again, this is all just from pictures and some rumors that are out there. Um, but, the, it, you know, we'll see. Um, it would be great if we can get another uh, record with Brian Johnson, Angus Young, Cliff Williams, Phil Rudd, you know, and then uh, their nephew, uh, the, the Young's nephew, will, will kind of be in there and, you know, like he was for the tour. Uh, uh, Filling in, not taking Malcolm's spot, but um, but filling in uh, for Malcolm, and I think he was using the same guitar, if not the same guitar, he was using the, the the same type of guitar that Malcolm would use. It was literally the same type and color and everything. So I wonder if he was using his his um, using Malcolm's guitars on there, but uh, I can't say for sure. I'll have to look that up and see. I'm curious, but again, you know, that was one of those things. I mean, you know, at that time, Cliff Williams was out of the band, and we never really thought that would have happened. Um, Although there were a lot of questions about what was going on at the end of that tour. K.K. Downing with Judas Priest. Um, I met a guy, and I'm not going to, you know, we won't get into all the stuff we've been talking about lately, but I met a guy who um, was a huge Priest fan. At, at the same restaurant I went to when I found out about the, Tom, the last Tom Petty concert, by the way. So maybe that, that's a place I should be going to more. Uh, but I saw um, 
you know, this guy, he was talking about how he loved Judas Priest, and but he was a, a younger fan and super, super big fan and said he never saw them with KK. And I got to see him with KK uh, three times. And I was lucky, you know, you, again, I mean, I, I was bummed when he left. I, Richie's doing a great job, but I was bummed when, when KK left the band. But I didn't think I'd meet all these fans who never saw a priest and probably, at least according to what KK said in our interview, we'll never see Priest with him again, even though their 50th anniversary tour is next year. We'll see what happens. Uh, you got to hope, you got to hope, hope, hope that something good will happen there. But, you know, you just, my, my point here is that life just, um, you, you, you appreciate the music more. You appreciate what these bands do a whole lot more. You appreciate life more because you just know that, that it's, you know, you, you, you know that you don't know. You know that you'll never know what's going to happen with somebody. Um, but yeah, I, I just, uh, I thought I'd talk about that just a little bit, like some of the things that I've seen in, in a relatively short duration, again, being a guy who's a little bit younger, you know, who didn't really go to concerts with, with older family members who were really into this stuff. A lot of people my age picked up this kind of music from their, from their parents, which is awesome. Um, but you know, I never really got that chance. My, you know, myself. I mean, my dad was into music, but he passed away at, a, at an age, you know, when I was eight years old. So we never really had that honor to have that that experience together. So just some thoughts on, uh, you know, see as many concerts as you can and cherish these memories because you just you never know who's going to stick around and and who isn't. Well, we're here in Atlantic City, and. Uh, Things haven't been too good. You know, they blew up the chicken man in Philly the other night, or last night, I think, and they blew up his house, too, down here in AC on the boardwalk. They're getting ready for a fight. Got to see what them racket boys can do. Oh, boy, there's trouble. I see a bus right now. There's trouble bussing in from out of state. And, man, let me tell you, the DA can't get no relief it's scary there's going to be a rumble out on the promenade too and listen the gambling commission they're just hanging by the skin of its teeth you know I tell you I just I just was walking down the street I crossed the line here and and somebody told me that down here there's there's just winners and losers and you don't want to get caught on the wrong side of that line well I'm tired of getting caught on the wrong side of that line and I'm tired of coming out on the losing end. So it's tough down here. But uh, put, your, put on your makeup and fix your hair up pretty because we're gonna come through this. Meet me tonight in Atlantic City. I love that Bruce Springsteen vignette we did, <laughs> a tribute to Atlantic City when I was in Atlantic City that night, so it's one of my favorites, so I had to, we had to put that in there again, uh, put that in the set list for the Rock of Nations with Dave Kinchin show. <laughs> um, it's uh, It's been a fun show, uh, talking about some memories, um, I guess sad in some parts, talking about artists who are no longer with us, but you know, we have the music to celebrate their legacy, and true artists never really die, uh, in all genres, including uh, folk music, which Philly, there's a big festival coming up, I I 
think I hear some folk music now. I mean, you're, we're all hearing the main theme music to the show, but there's something, I, you know, what was a rainy, dreary day, I guess there's some guys playing some music or something outside. Uh, maybe it's not that loud, but uh, anyhow, um, we had a, a great time chatting with you. A busy week, busy week here on Rock of Nations with Dave Kinchin with the Judas Priest interview that continues to get a buzz on social media. Check that out if you have not, and have yourself a uh, great uh, rest of the weekend. And again, uh, we honor our uh, our heroes who uh, made the ultimate sacrifice on this Memorial Day weekend, and uh, we thank them for the freedoms that we have, including the freedom to rock. <laughs>